Welcome to Real Beauty with FG, a space where we discuss what beauty means to us, whether it's a product that sells out every second around the world or it's a cult classic, to discussing body positivity to building incredible brands. We're here to find your little black dress in skincare, makeup, and more importantly, promoting happiness within your own skin and owning it. Each episode, I'm bringing in a new personality to discuss all things beauty and touch on their inspiring stories. This week, we're joined by Zoe Gort, who is a model originally from France, but currently living in Dallas, not that far from me. We had an awesome conversation touching on what it's like to work in the fashion and beauty industry. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Zoe. How, How are, are you? you? Wait. Uh, oh, yeah. Can you see me? Hey, I can see you. Oh, you are very professional. You have an awesome microphone. I know. Well, it's actually my boyfriend's. I'm just going to try to reduce the sound. I can hear myself really loudly. So oh, okay. Oh, there's nothing more. Trying annoying. to do. Okay. Is yeah, I think it's good. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Oh my God. I feel like my microphone is not even close to superiorness of your one. <laughs> that's it's the a- first time I'm using this one. So I'm not even sure. How- oh yeah. That's better. How it I works. It. Um, by the way, can I just say, I am obsessed with your boyfriend's podcast. Oh, really? um, I listen to it all the time. Um, no, really? And I don't want to go off track, but I'm originally from the UK um, so I grew up watching Made in Chelsea, right? No way. Um, so yes, I'm always telling um, like my husband and like my guy friends, I'm like, y'all need to like listen to private parts because it is so funny. It's like behind the scenes on like guy conversation. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's, I had no, I didn't know about private part before I started meeting Frances. Yeah. I don't listen to it because, you know, obviously I hear him every day. Yeah. So <laughs> I can get that you're probably like I hear you enough <laughs> exactly I'm just like please sometimes it's like yeah do you want to listen to a new podcast I'm like no no <laughs> please no <laughs> yeah I can understand that I've been doing this podcast for only like three months now and my poor husband has listened to like every single one <laughs> and honestly I appreciate it because I feel like it's very like women's focus you know what I mean like yeah talk about, like products and beauty mm-hmm. stuff and I appreciate his persistence to listen <laughs> yes I can yeah. yeah yeah good for him but um anyway Welcome to Real Beauty with FD. Thank you so much, Zoe, for taking time to talk with me. I know you're busy, but I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited. It's, I think it's my first podcast, actually, like properly. I actually, I've been on private parts, but oh, my boyfriend's that podcast. Doesn't that yeah, doesn't doesn't count. count. Yeah, it doesn't count. No. <laughs> okay, we'll just say that this is your first one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, do you want me, sorry, do you want me to record the my voice? You know how you dictaphone? Francis told me it's like I can do that and then I can send you the voice. Oh. Um, so then it will be more, my voice will probably be clearer. Do you want me to do that? I mean, sure. He is obviously very sophisticated <laughs> to me. So, yeah. Okay. Also, I just want to say that my voice is not normally this like crackly, but obviously 
something's going on with my immune system. So I apologize. Oh, really? For oh, I'm my sorry. Huskiness. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I can hear you really clearly. So good. Right. Okay. Um, so Zoe, you're originally from France. Mm-hmm. You split your time between Dallas and London, right? Yes. Well, I moved to Dallas in January, so I haven't been in London yet, but my goal is to live between Dallas and London. Yeah, that's, I love that's it. right. So yeah. I, I live in Houston mm-hmm. um, and I think that's where I kind of came across your Instagram um, and then I started following you and I love your content, but we'll go into that in a second. But why, why Dallas? Um, well, a few things. We were thinking of Dallas last year over the lockdown because uh, yes. Frances has some family here. Okay. And we were thinking of moving to the US anyway. And we're thinking of where. And and Dallas seemed to be a place where, you know, Frances had family here. Um, you know, it's good weather. There is a modeling yeah. scene, but it's not too busy. It's not like London busy. It's not like New York and LA. It's still pretty quiet. And I think, you know, with the lockdown last year, we all realized how it's good to be in a place where it's not too busy and you can have right. nature and people are n- nicer because, you know, it's just not a big, it's a big city, but it's not as big as New York, LA, London. So we were thinking of doing that and that's why we chose Dallas. And yeah, I love it. So do you love living there? Like, how do you find do. state life? I do. Um, I mean, I've spent some time in LA before I moved to Dallas. Um, so I, I, I liked LA, but I didn't really see myself living in LA full time. Yeah. Uh, and when I moved to Dallas, Francis knew about Dallas, but I've never been to Dallas before I moved here. So I had no idea what I was getting <laughs> what into. It was a big, <laughs> it was a big step. Yeah. It was just like I'm moving to the unknown. Um, but I love it. I love Dallas. And the more time I spend here, the more I'm like, okay, I can see living my whole life here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we'll it's, see. It's uh, great. Like Texas in general, I think has mm-hmm. so much to offer people, but I think it's not a typical destination on what people think of. And that's the only reason I asked the question. Cause I guess to other people, it would seem random, but like, I love Texas. And the other point that I love about living here is space. Like the apartments, the houses, our closets are so much bigger compared to what you would ever get in like New York. It's like the dream closet when you move and you're like, oh, that that was my inner apartment now. It's like a big, like an entire room. Yeah. Oh my God. Like that was my dream when I was, you know, growing up. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And especially coming from the UK, like you'll know living in London. Mm. Oh my God. You'll be lucky if you have a wardrobe. Like I know. no space. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's, that's also what I love about Dallas. It's like the quality of life is really good. Yeah, it is. And I'm from, I'm from France, but I'm from, you know, not a small town. I'm from a city, but it's not a capital or anything. So I grew up with loads of space, houses. And like, I think when you grow up in a place where you have this kind of luxury in a way, yeah. Um, when I moved to big cities, I love the life in London. I love the life in New York, LA, but it's, I think I've, I got used to having space and, you know, with a certain amount of money, what you can get with it. And I think so, that's why I needed some space. Cause you know, there is a lot of, I have a lot of friends in London and they were born in London, grew up in London. So I think for them, it's easier in a way to get used to London life. Cause they've 
that's it's all, all they, they know. Found, yeah. So but I think for me, it was getting too much. I love London, but not full time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel the same, to be honest. Um, and I think, you know, to your point with, you know, everything that went on last year with COVID, I think we've also all taken a step back and just been like, we really want to enjoy where we live, our mm. surroundings, and just kind of take advantage of that and not be so much in the hustle and bustle of like, everything's on your doorstep, right? It's like, how can we enjoy life as well? Um, So I asked this question to everyone I interview, but what Mm -hmm. does beauty mean to you? So um, to me, it means um, confidence and, um, and I guess reaching to be as healthy as possible. So like, healthy, I guess not everyone can be healthy, you know, some people have immune disease, but trying to be as healthy as possible and confidence. I think that's, you know, being healthy and confident, I guess that's what beauty means to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that. I love it. Yeah. Confidence is, you can always tell when someone has that inner confidence and mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful, but sometimes it's so hard to get to that point. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. Especially the older we get, you know, the more, you know, we were so used to our skin at like whatever age. And then, you know, as years go, goes on, I feel like sometimes you feel like a foreign, Mm. like person inside yourself, but, um, yeah, confidence is everything. Um, so on that, how did your modeling career start? When did it all begin? Um, so it kind of began when I was 15, 16. Uh, I was, uh, I don't know if you heard of elite model look contest. It's quite big in Europe. Um, Only because I was researching you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think I wanted to do the contest and Mm -hmm. I was in Lyon. And same day I was thinking of doing the contest. They were like doing some touring on the streets and they actually came up to me being like, oh, we're doing a contest tomorrow. Do you want to come? So I was just like, oh, I was thinking actually of joining the contest. So sure, I'll go. Um, so I've done that and then it was a long, you know, it was in, in France, it was like lo- lo- lots of girls. Uh, so I went to Lyon, then I went to the fine final in Paris. Oh, wow. Uh, so I wasn't a 20 finalist, but I was not selected to be in the 12 and you, you needed to be in the 12 to sign a contract with elite. Okay. So at the time I didn't sign anything and, you know, I felt I was looking at all the pictures and I was like so tiny compared to all the older girls, all really tall and really, really skinny. And I was just kind of never really skinny. Like I was just thin, um, but you know how modeling is, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah you know, the standards. So yeah. I always thought, well, you know, probably can't model. Like let's just, you know, that's a sign that it's not for me. Um, and then, you know, I went back to high school and then I, you know, I grew a lot when I was 17, I, I grew like my height, uh, was so I, how tall I, are you? Five, nine and a half. Okay. Now. Wow. But I that, I, I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> how oh, tall God. are you? <laughs> five, three. Five, three. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it's nice to be tall, but I have to say you, you can't really wear, I mean, I still wear heels, but you know, it's, Sometimes I wish I was not as tall as I am now. Yeah, I'm but, 
I feel like it's always you wish for things that you don't have, right? Like I wish to be tall, but I'm sure for you, you're like, I'd be happy if I was shorter. And it's the same if you have straight hair, you're always like, I would love to have curly hair. (laughs) Definitely. That's, that's a struggle of life. Yeah, it is. Um, so what was I, um, saying? Um, so yeah. And then one day I measured myself, I was 17, I think in high school or 18. And then I was like model size and I was like, well, maybe I can try now to do modeling. So I reached out to an agency in Lyon, which is close to where I'm from yeah. and they, you know, signed a contract with me. And then I met my agent who signed me with agencies, uh, around the world. And from there it started you know, I started traveling and yeah. So, you know, I got scouted, but I also pushed it through. Right. I was just like, well, I really want to try that. (laughs) Yeah. And like, for sure, like even the amount of people after that first time of like not getting through to like the top 12 would have just been like, okay, that's it. It's not for me. Like let's Mm. go on something else, but like good for you for having that persistence and being like, no, I'm going to try again. Like I want to do that. Yeah, no, it's it's funny because my mom, um, my mom is really like she. I think she's really proud of me for that reason because she kind of gave up on me doing modeling at the time when I was not yeah. chosen by Elite. She's kind of like, you know, you're really pretty, but that's not for you, na na na. So when I wanted to do modeling, she was a bit like, mm, you know, don't be too. <laughs> and I was just like, I just, I just want to do it. I just want to try it. And then you know, obviously now it's my full time job. So now she, yeah. I think she's. You know, my mom always told me that she, I taught her a lot by just, you know, just, Never I just did that. it. I wanted to do it. And, you know, it's, uh, yeah, dream come true, I would say. Oh my gosh, I love this. Um, so I have a question, just more mm-hmm. out of curiosity. When you first started modeling, how natural was it for you to know the poses? Because, you know, if I ever see like behind the scenes and like models mm-hmm. or, like, you know, constantly moving and it's not like, I don't know, in my head, I always thought like you'd, you'd stand and then they would say to you, okay, to move. But it's like, there's so many different angles. Like, how do you know how to position yourself? <laughs> well, I guess it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's trial and errors. I guess yeah. some girls know how to do it. I didn't know how to do it. My first job were like, also they, they don't teach you. They just say That's like, what I was oh, going to ask. I'm like, how do you learn? Like, do you they get don't. Which is really, you know, it's a bit rude because you work into your, you, you walk into your first job and obviously you're being paid. So the client is, you know, waiting for something really good, <laughs> but you don't know. Yeah. So, and you don't want to say it's your first job because obviously then they're going to be course. like, oh, wait, why did we book you? Yes. No. <laughs> um, sure. So I remember my first job, it was e-com and e-com basically it's like, you have to do a certain, a certain amount of outfit per day. Yeah. So you need to be as quick as possible. And I was with another model that day and she was like, she did modeling for 10 years. So she exactly knew what she was doing. So me compared to her, I looked so bad because I didn't know anything, yeah. any poses. I was really slow and everyone was like, um, it was really uncomfortable because I could see like all the stylists and like photographers looking at each other being like, Ooh, like <laughs> oh no, it was awful. Oh. Um, but you know, and you do that two, three times, and then you kind of observe the other models because sometimes you're two on sets, like you one uh while one is changing, the other one is on set, and vice oh, versa. Okay. Okay. So I kind of learned watching other girls doing it. Uh, and you know, sometimes I'm with n- now because obviously I'm you know older in the modeling game, like I can see young girls and I can see that they 
don't really know what they're doing. So they can, I kind of see them watching me like, okay. <laughs> so it's just, you know, trial and errors and you just have to be ready to uh, be criticized and, you know, and uh, yeah. People yeah, are not going to be a nice being like, oh, all right, oh, it's your first job. Oh, nice. We're going to teach you. No, they don't have time for that. They're just going to be like, oh, wait, why do we, why did we book you? <laughs> oh God, I bet. Is it, is it what you imagined it was going to be? Like, I know you said, you know, before, like this is a dream come true and like everything, there's always, you know, pros and cons and good days and bad days, but is it how you envisioned modeling to be? Not really, no. Um, I mean, I didn't know about the e-com. The thing with modeling is like people only see, uh, you know, the supermodels like in the 80s and they have this idea that this is all you do, like magazines and shows. And yes. the truth is this is like that, you know, it, you get these jobs, but that's once a month. The rest of the month, the the, the money that is actually going to make you pay rent is e-com, like it's not uh, a glamorous job, but this is actually what makes you have money, right? So I, did, I had no idea about e-com, how it worked. You know, I, I had no idea about this kind of jobs. And when I started working, I was mainly getting income jobs. I was just like, wait, is that modeling what I'm doing? Like what? And then, yeah. you know, I started to see all the models doing it as well. It's just, that's the job really. And then, you know, most people only see the top magazines and they think that's what modeling is, but it's, yeah. you know, that's 10% of it really. It's not. And it's so nice to have that type of awareness, right? Cause to your point, I think it's only what, you know, we as, you know, kind of non-models like see on like, you're right, like cover of magazines or, mm-hmm. you know, behind the scenes on fashion shows. So um, from your experience so far, and I know you've done like runway before, what do you prefer doing? Like, is it the runway stuff? Is it the magazines? Is it, you know, kind of more kind of personalized shoots? Like what, what is your kind of ideal? Um, well, I do like, uh, I ha- I've never done like fashion runways. I've done uh, more like lingerie yes. uh, runways. I love that. I think that was fun. Um, I think that was my favorite thing to do because, it's just you with a big group of girls, you know, it's, it's actually really fun. Uh, it's also, it's a lot of pressure on you, which it's, it's really stressful, but it's, it's amazing the adrenaline when you, you know, you're really scared to fall and everyone is watching you and you have, it's fun. I think it's, it's, that was my, definitely my favorite thing to do. Like I've done Calzedonia show. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, and what was it? uh Tezanes, it's the same group but yeah. yeah those kind of shows like lingerie shows are my favorites and then I do like magazines too like working for magazine editorials because it's really creative yeah the only thing with it is just you don't really it's not money job magazines so oh, it's really? no it's not it's it's just it's you don't most of the time you don't even get one penny right it's just it's so just it's more like exposure it's more exposure yeah so it's fun but you need to be aware that you're not going to make any money from it so you know it's fun once in a while oh my gosh do you know I was actually listening to a podcast um and I think it was the one with Jamila Jamal I don't know if you've heard it before it's Mm -hmm. um I think it's called I Way. it's great but anyway um she was interviewing a fashion designer and um he was basically saying which I had no idea about that when they dress celebrities you know for like um 
red carpets, they don't get paid for it. They actually do it out of their own pocket. And I was like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> like, isn't had... that crazy? Like yeah. so much time, effort. And then can you imagine if you've made something and then last minute they decide to change and do something else? You'd be like, wow. oh, oh my God. <laughs> I had no idea about stylists though. That seems wow. That's wild, right? I had no idea. Yeah, no, it's, 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 there's something, you know, yeah, like shows in general as well, like, you know, um, you know, like high fashion shows, you don't get paid either. That's so it's like, That's this crazy. is why, like, I mean, some of them you get paid, but most of them, you know, it's more like you're not working from, for them. It's more like, oh, it's a privilege that we hired you to work mm. on our show. So we don't have to pay you. Which is a bit like, come on. I'd be like, can you just give me a handbag? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. This is how they pay models. They give them clothes. But it's a bit like, you know, it's just... Depending on the clothes, I'd probably be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have to say me too. But... <laughs> they know what you mean. It's like you can't pay the rent with clothes, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. this is why, like, there's this saying that, you know, you models live in really, like, a lot of models live in this really tiny little flat with like five other girls, but they all have, they wear Gucci and Chanel and have like, you know, because they all walk the shows, they have no money, but they have designer handbags. Oh my gosh. It's it's, madness, um, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, you you just need to be ready for it, right? You just need to know about it. And then I didn't know that before I started modeling. But I can imagine like not a lot of people would, because to your point, you know, you don't really hear that much like transparency on like behind the scenes and, you know, the other element of it, we just see that glamorous, like Giselle and, you know, Mm -hmm. Cindy Crawford lifestyle where you're like, wow, that looks amazing. But you don't see the running around backstage trying to get organized quickly. And then to your point, like where people are living, like how they're able to like actually continue their lifestyle. Yes. Um, I don't think people appreciate like the real like hard work involved in it you know yeah no I don't think yeah I I agree I think people yeah they just imagine that we do one big job and then we're good which is you know it's true for some models from like really big big models but most models you know you have to work every day doing some e-com jobs to pay rent you know that's the truth you work every day and at least you try to work every day because you have no you know you never know in advance when you're going to work right so yeah yeah. And, and it's true like you know I work in a corporate job so for me it's like I know I will be paid every month right like mm-hmm, that is mm-hmm. my job yeah. but I can't even imagine not kind of having that consistency to constantly be hustling you know it's like that yeah. again is the element that I don't think a lot of people understand is the hustle behind the scenes yes yeah it's it's stressful especially again when you have no idea to you know you never know how much you're going to make in a month some month you might make a lot of money and other months you might not make one penny like it's just especially during covid that made everything worse because back in in europe like no one could work at all for like six months basically so you know a lot of models quit because the truth is you can't survive (laughs) you know it's just so that made it you know even worse I would say like um the yeah the the fact that you can't when you're freelance and you just book day by day and you're not you're not I don't even know 
on Monday if I'm working, for example. I might work, I might not work. I won't know until tonight, 6 p.m. You know, that's the truth. So it's hard to just, um, yeah, plan things in advance. Also because, you know, when you want to plan things, you never know if a big job might come on that I day. Know. So you don't want to, like you, when I was planning a podcast with you, I, where I was just like, well, you know, if I get a really big job that day, I'm going to have to cancel. It's yeah, not nothing, sure. you know, and you can feel like, some people think you're unprofessional because you're yeah. like, oh, this person can plan ahead. It's like, well, I want to plan ahead. Yeah, you're like, trust me, I'm going where their money is. <laughs> exactly, but when money's <laughs> coming, like, I'm taking it because I might not have it for like another three weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I think it's good to like have people to understand how it works. So then you can, people can understand why sometimes, you know, you say no to certain plans and you change your plans and because people think it can take it personally, but it's not personal. It's just you have to do it. You have to plan. You know, you never know what's going to happen in the next yeah. few days. And so true. We're gonna take a little pause here, but we will be back with Zoe next week to continue this incredible conversation. Thanks for joining.